Part 1 Chapter 1 August 1953 Let me in! Evie's hand slapped against the cracked green paint of the front door until they stung. I want to come in! Rita, Cheryl, let me in! She heard spiteful giggles from behind the front door. Her oldest sisters, united as usual against her. Defeated, Evie stopped and leaned to rest the top of her head against the rotten planks. Go on, ask us nicely. You gotta say please, Evie. This was Rita, the elder of her sisters, her voice wheedling and spiteful. Pretty please. Evie sank down on the step, her back to the door. The usual bleak sense of aloneness swept through her. Shut out. Always on the outside. No one ever wanted her. Not Mum. Dad. Certainly not her sisters. However hard she tried. It was no use crying because no comfort would be offered. She rubbed her smarting hands, which were coated with dirt from the door, before tugging at the hem of her grubby frock. The skirt was too short to cover her plump knees. In a month, she would be turning ten years old, and she had grown fast this summer, her clothes not keeping up. Her bodice was skin-tight, pressing in on her when she breathed, hurting the sore bruises on her chest. She hadn't managed to move quick enough yesterday when Mum was in a temper. Fearfully, she glanced along the street. Mum would be coming back soon, but for now, all was quiet. Vaguely, she wiped her hands down her frock, then inserted the first two fingers of her right hand into her mouth and drifted into one of her dreamy states, shutting off her mind from Rita and Shirley's taunting voices. She sank into the moment she was living now, not thinking of anything else. Her gaze met the mucky, blue brick pavements, smoke-blackened terraces and factories of Inkerman Street in this neighbourhood of Ladywood, Birmingham, where they'd only been living for a couple of weeks. In many ways, it was no different from where they'd lived before, in Aston. There were the same soot-encrusted terraces and back-to-back -back houses, the same smoking chimneys and bombpecks littered with weeds and rubble, the same filthy puddles, dried to mud now in the warmth, the same sort of cobbled streets, dozens of kids playing on them and the houses along them teeming with occupants. But still... Everything felt strange. They were living in a front house, opening onto the street, instead of onto a yard the way they'd been before. Every morning now, she had to stagger all the way round and down the entry, the family's morning wee bucket yanking on her arm, to the yard lads to slop out. It was always her job, but here she did not see any of the familiar faces she'd known all her life. The night they left their back house and yard, they never went to bed. Their father, Ray Sutton, sober for once, cuffed at them, cursing any sound they made. Don't wake them cowing nosy parkers. They loaded their few sticks into a van and fled both the yard and the rent man to this crumbling house at the corner of a yard entry where another house met it back to back. It was in worse repair than the one they'd left on the yard off Alma Street, Aston. When she let herself think of it, Evie ached with missing the neighbours who'd been kind to her. Mrs Booker, 
Rachel, to her friends, and her daughter, Melly, who's a couple of years older than Evie. There was old Mrs. Porter, who wore black and had blue eyes that seemed to look deep into you, and Mo and his pretty wife, Dolly, Mr. and Mrs. Morrison. They'd given her what her family almost never did, kindness and comfort. And now there was no one. Or so she thought. Won't they let you in, Bab? She hadn't seen them coming. For a second, the kindly voice seemed to come from a golden-haired, smiling face which had drawn level with her, mouth open, a pink tongue lolling in the muggy warmth, the face of a big, hairy dog. Evie's heart fluttered at the sight. It was so friendly, so furry and soft. Evie pulled her fingers out of her mouth and looked at the dog's owner, a middle-aged lady in a print frock and flat brown shoes.